Welcome to the Military Wire with Mike Schindler. This is the podcast where we interview America's most elite men and women who have served this country and their spouses for that matter. We share their stories of overcoming their proven lessons in leadership and their journey to finding mission and purpose. Today's guest is Cameron Cruz, and along with her business partner, they are empowering military spouses across this country. It's very exciting. Uh, Her story and their story is so compelling. The company is inspiring. Uh, And before I go into introducing Ms. Cruz and her company, R. Riveter, I want to put a quick shout out to our segment sponsors, Honest Talk International and Circle for Parents. Both these organizations have a vetted network of experts that are standing by to help all of you uh, navigate issues related to nutrition, fitness, parenting, relationships, intimacy. Uh, So visit their sites, honestbirthtalk.com and circleforparents.com, and that's circle4parents.com. So Cameron Cruz, I want to welcome you to the show, and I'm going to go into your bio, but welcome to the show. Mike, thank you for having me. Absolutely. No, this is so exciting. So you're an army spouse stationed at Fort Bragg. Um, I, I love your title, Head Riveter at R Riveter, which is what a national company now, right? That was started by you and your business partner, Lisa. Is that correct? It was. Yes. Yeah. So we started the company in 2011, just the two of us, you know, obviously with some big dreams to uh, at some point empower military spouses all across the country. And as we stand here today, I'm very excited to say that we do have over 35 remote riveters all over. So from North Carolina to Washington State, um, we're all across this great nation. Oh, my gosh, that is so cool. You know, and I, I love this quote. You, you have this quote, quote uh, we're, we're not here to manufacture handbags. We're here to provide income stability for these women these spouses who otherwise have so much instability in their lives. So walk us through that journey. I mean, you guys started this in the attic with a sewing machine. Is that right? We did. Actually, the full story is that we started with no sewing machine and we spent like a day and a half hand sewing and (laughs) decided, nope, nope, we're not going to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, Lisa and I met when our husbands were both stationed as ranger instructors in the mountain phase of ranger school. So Dahlonega, Georgia, middle of nowhere. Um, We both had master's degrees. We both wanted something career wise um, and just couldn't find it. And we knew that there were so many other military spouses out there that were going through the exact same thing. And so we got over our like quarter life crisis that we were going through and decided that if, if we were going to be, and really if we were going to have anything at all at that point, we were going to have to make it for ourselves. There wasn't really anybody coming to save us. Um, and so we decided, you know, let's do something about it. And we didn't even really know what we were going to do. Um, We just knew that we wanted to empower military spouses. That was the end game always. So, I mean, this is interesting. So you didn't know what you want to do, but all of a sudden you kind of get this successful Kickstarter campaign campaign going on and then you end up on a shark tank. Is that right? I Mm -hmm. mean, and then you're under the mentorship of Mark Cuban. And uh, I mean, talk to me about that, how you go from no idea to, hey, by the way, now we're connected with Mark Cuban. I mean, that's that's amazing. Well, Shark Tank was like an out-of-body experience. I mean, Lisa and I, before we decided that we were going to go on Shark Tank, we went back and forth because, you know, as two 
military spouses who had never had, I had never had a real job before we started the company, um, to even go up and pretend like we had any idea of what we were doing was incredibly terrifying. Um, but you know, we bootstrapped the whole way. So when we started in the garage, you know, we took it kind of slow because that's what we could afford to do. So that was the risk that we could take. And we made, you know, a couple bags to make a couple more bags. Um, and just took it one day at a time, you know, one military spouse at a time, one bag at a time, if you will. And, uh, and so, yeah, but like fast forward to 2016, we're on Shark Tank. We get a deal with Mark Cuban, who um, we were incredibly excited to to make a deal with. And um, yeah, it's just been an adventure to say the least. How did you know how to make handbags? Like if somebody said, hey, Mike, you know, I know you don't have an idea, but make a handbag. I'd look at him like, I, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I mean, what, what did you like Google how to make a handbag? How did you come up with this? I was going to say, in true military spouse fashion, we Googled it. I mean, um, <laughs> you did. That's so you awesome. Can do anything. Yeah, you can do anything with the, the technology that we have at our fingertips. Um, and we, of course, you know, there was a lot of bumps and uh, things that we learned along the way, the little lessons. But at the end of the day, we, we just kept on chugging and, you know, made progress just a little bit at a time. Matt, so Matt, your story, uh, and you guys have an amazing video, and I'm just going to encourage our audience to, I mean, you got to check out your site. Your site's awesome. And, and you know, we'll obviously promote that. And you've got a, a very cool video on there, um, how you're changing lives, many moving parts, you know, material people, many locations. What I love is it's like many locations, yet one mission. And the mission isn't necessarily mm-hmm. making handbags. It's like empowering spouses, which... I love that, but tell for our audience some of the struggles that as a spouse, because we oftentimes talk about the struggles of those who serve in uniform, the veteran, but as you know, my background, I believe that when you keep the family strong, this nation is strong. Talk to us about some of the struggles that you face as military spouses. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest. When I first met my husband, I had no idea what it meant to be in the military, what it meant to be a military spouse, what it meant to what it meant to be a member of this community, um, and so there were parts of me that were pleasantly surprised because of the incredible people, and parts of me that were absolutely, you know, terrified because everything that I thought I was going to be and who I thought I was going to be at that point was changing. Um, so I had a degree in architecture. I just knew that I was going to go get like a fancy job. Um, and, you know, pay all my student loans off. And when we moved to the middle of nowhere, as so many military spouses do, um, you know, all of that reality was starting to kind of, to kind of crumble. And I was losing a little bit of my identity. And I think as military spouses, whether it's a career identity or community or your friends, you know, moving every two to three years is completely disruptive to who you are. Um, and so I think that's something that's incredibly unique to, uh, to our community and and you don't you can't really understand it until you live it um, but you know I think that's also what makes us incredibly resilient and unique and um, honestly I wouldn't I wouldn't change it but man have we learned have we, have I learned a lot <laughs> is that right yeah well I, no question I mean you got to be talk about transition I know we make a big deal of you know transitioning out of the military but if you think about that whole issue of transition you as you know the the, the person at home making sure that the home front is solid secure operating smoothly 
And yet you've got to deal with these daily transitions on top of major life transitions every two to three years. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, the spouses and the families are the unsung heroes for sure. Um, you know, and I think the more that we can support them, the more that we can be there for them, um, you know, the better. Yeah, it's so cool. So I, you know, I love we, that, you know, Bunker Labs, a few others out there really promoting entrepreneurship and and you and your partner uh, are really the epitome of this. Part of your story is you guys charge like $2,000 on your credit card to get your company off the ground and now it's exploding and, and starting a small business, obviously, no easy feat. I've been there. Um, but so, I mean, what really drove you to take that risk? I know you said, you know, finding jobs and work and not really knowing what you want to do. But I mean, that's a risk, right? I mean, were your, your husband supportive? Absolutely. I mean, what the, the story that I tell everybody that I think is pretty funny is everybody, you know, when we told our families, when we told our husbands, I think we're going to start a business. I met this girl named Lisa, you know, <laughs> um, kind of prefacing this whole idea to everybody. They're, they're thinking, all right, you know, um, at least she'll find something to fill the time until she can find a, find a job in her field. And then when we started to put like a real, like job, a real right? job, exactly. Yeah. And so when we started to put the, like the first machine on Lisa's credit card, we got everybody's attention real fast. This, this game got real, <laughs> you know, um, right. but we didn't even, I mean, honestly, we didn't think twice about it because I feel like when I think of somebody who is a happy, successful, you know, thriving military family, it's because they're fulfilled in some way. And there's a lot of versions of that. You know, we talk about entrepreneurship and there's a lot of, you know, spouses who choose to be stay-at-home moms and volunteer and, you know, um, and just kind of pour their heart into something because I think as as fulfilled individuals, we're the happiest. Um, and so in order to be able to provide that support that our, our, our service members need, um, that's what Lisa and I were looking for is some way to be fulfilled. And we found it in entrepreneurship and we found it in a community of women all looking for something that was going to help them in those transitions that they were going through. That's uh, so cool. I mean, so, I mean, you, you talk about it, a support network. How important is it to have a support network? I mean, it sounds like to you, it's vital, right? It's, ev- it's everything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as it's, it's, it can be very isolating. I mean, I think, um, you know, I'm speaking from a position of being a mom, being a spouse, being a business owner, all three of those individually can be incredibly, um, overwhelming and, and isolating. And the only thing that gets me through that is having a business partner partner that knows exactly what I'm going through, having a, a good friend or a colleague that's also a working mom or that's also a military spouse. And when I tell her that my husband's deploying in a month, she's right there because she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and just those people that understand what you're going through and they're, you know, they're there to either listen or when you get stuck on the side of the road, they're right there to pick you up. Um, yeah. The support network is everything. It takes a village. Is that how you kind of built your network of, you call them remote riveters, which I think is so cool. What a great title. Mm-hmm. Um, is is that what gravitates them to your company? Because you, I mean, yes, you manufacture a product, but you're really mission focused, and and I love that. Is that what pulls them in? Is this it's like a family, like a huge support network? And by the way, you manufacture cool stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I think that you know it's been a pretty organic growth for the remote riveter network. There's not a shortage of of military spouses out there that want mobile flexible income. So we're 
we're lucky in that way that we know that we're doing something right. Um, and you know, yes, at the end of the day, it's, it's a, it's a support network of women. It's an opportunity for them to provide to their family, however way they see fit. You know, some people do this job and work a couple hours a week. Some people are trying to get, you know, several, several days a week and, and, and really trying to make a financial impact. Um, but it's really up to them. I think that's the, that's the beauty of it. How, how do you, this is fascinating to me. Uh, and this might be absolutely boring to our audience, but I, I it, this is so fascinating to me. So in since it's my show, I'm, I'm going to explore it a little bit, but <laughs> how do you do quality control on this with, with remote locations and people choosing what hours they work? And I, I mean, do they essentially take an assignment and say, I agree to c- complete that assignment. And then that rolls up to the overall, you know, product. I mean, how do you guys do that? I, and maybe if, if you're giving away trade secrets, don't answer that question. But to me, it's just fascinating. Yeah, you're fine. So we do, I mean, it's a contract based work. So that gives them the flexibility to say this month, I really want to make a ton of money and I want to work a lot. And maybe next work I'm next month I'm moving. And so I'm going to be putting my sewing machine um, in a box and it'll be the last thing I pack and the first thing I pick up uh, when we move. But next month, I'm not going to be pumping out as many parts. And so it gives them the flexibility to work when and how they need to. Um, and yeah, so it's a commitment-based contract work. Um, and I'm trying to think what else. What, what was your, the second part of your question? Well, no, I think that, I think what quality control, I mean, is the other aspect of it. Yeah. Quality control. Yes. Yes. Um, actually, the one of the coolest parts about our bags is the fact that each part is stamped with the riveter ID of the spouse that made it. So you can actually see um, who who made that, the, all the different parts and pieces that went into your handbag or your accessory, and you can meet them on the on our website. But what's funny about that is that was based out of that need for quality control. Because when we started to grow and get bigger, we realized that, you know, I couldn't tell the difference anymore between Jenny and Stacy's liners just by looking at them. And we have more remote riveters and we're trying to figure out who's making a certain mistake. Um, So actually one of the coolest parts of the story of the product uh, was born out of that need for quality control. So it's just, it all kind of, is very cyclical and it all ties back in together. But um, that riveter idea is on everything that they make. So it tells the whole story. It's cool. I, I think it's so cool. I mean, it gives them like ownership over that piece. I, I, I It's brilliant. I, I just, you know, bravo zoom on that. That uh, That is so cool. I, it, it, Cameron, you've got so many cool components to your story. And I just love this. You've got a company, you've got a rally cry. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and that saying that binds the era of World War II, I think, uh, with today and, you know, in a few short words, um, how important and your rally cry being of many one. I love that. Um, I know on this show, oftentimes we, we say one team, one fight, uh, similar of many one. How important, in your opinion, is it to have a rally cry in your own personal life. I mean, you, you find that if, if you don't have some sort of rally cry, some sort of driving force behind you, you kind of get lost mm-hmm. or fade into the background. What, talk to me a little bit about that. Why a rally cry for your team? 
Well, the Admini One is just short for, you know, the fact that we're so much stronger together than we are apart as military spouses, as as women, as moms, as, you know, I mean, we're largely a female oriented company. So I'm not, I don't mean to isolate anybody, but that's just who, who we are and what we do. Um, yeah. And, sure. you know, I think that can be said across everything that you do. So, you know, even in your marriage or in your family, you know, if everybody's not on board, um, you know, if I had started this company and my husband wasn't on the same page or he didn't know what to expect, uh, we probably would be in, in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> um, so sure. yeah. I just think that, you know, any, any group of, of individuals, any team, um, any family unit, you know, you're always stronger together than you are apart. Yeah. Yeah. I love that better together. I mean, it's, it's, it's so true. It's uh, oh, gosh, so good. So you deal with a lot of spouses, obviously family dynamics. Um, you see individuals and family units go through transition frequently, you know, whether it's daily, monthly, you know, yearly. Um, what's that one piece of advice you would give those who are transitioning, you know, and finding number one, how to make it easier? How can you make transition easier? But finding that new sense of mission and purpose, what's that one piece of advice you'd give them? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think I always try to remember to give not just our team, but myself always flexibility and grace. So as a primary parent, you know, my, my husband is still active duty. So he's, you know, all over the map. Um, and so as a primary parent and and business owner and, and everything in between, um, to just to, to realize that to take this moment in right now, accept it just for what it is um, and give yourself flexibility and grace as you go through those periods of transition, because everything is seasonal. You know, nobody is promised tomorrow. That's the one thing that we don't have. So to never kind of look past the moment that you're standing in right now um, and just be, just be grateful for every situation, whether it's, it's positive or negative. Um, it's going to have a, a great impact on your future if you let it. Yeah, that's uh, I, when you say that, I think um, we have a saying in our household sometimes that this too shall pass. Uh, and and when you, you know, when you're talking, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I think many times I've whispered this too shall pass. Uh, but how do, yeah. how do you uh, I mean, you've described your life, you know, you're a spouse, you're a mom, you're a business owner. you got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I mean, it, it can be chaotic moments. It's so easy to say, you know, give yourself grace, but, but is there a technique that you use? Is it like, okay, I'm going to pause for 40 seconds before I respond to this? I mean, what practical, tactical thing do you do that allows you to give yourself grace? I move myself physically. Like I literally, if I'm in a situation or I'm at the office or the fab shop, and I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling like it's all a little bit too heavy right now, I will pick up and move my office to the coffee shop. Um, you know, same thing with your, with your, mm. with your kids or your family. If, if it's in that moment, you just walk away. Um, you know, so I very, you move them to the Bible shop, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Somebody needs to go outside either. It's me or yeah. you. <laughs> exactly. Somebody's going to the barn and you're staying there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I found that always helps, you know, I mean, on top of just taking care of yourself as a human, both, you know, mind, body and soul. If you if all else fails, just take it to the neighborhood coffee shop. 
No, oh, love that. I love that. So how do people find you? Like if they want to get involved, how do they find you? And if they want to purchase, because you do, you guys do beyond handbags, right? I mean, what are some of the other cool stuff that you guys do? Oh yeah. We've got all kinds of accessories, like toiletry bag, dop kits, um, uh, card holders, all kinds of stuff. And then we also have a curated marketplace that supports other military spouse business owners. So any kind of giftable accessory you're ever in the market for, we've pretty much got. And you can find us at rriveter.com. So that's our riveter, like Rosie the Riveter, the World War II icon. Um, and that's pretty much our hub. So if you're looking for employment, if you're looking for connection and community, that's where you can find us. Uh, Cameron, I love your story. I'm glad that you and Lisa found each other, that you're growing this, that you're giving this new sense of mission and purpose to military spouses. You guys are producing cool stuff. Um, I mean, gosh, I mean, you got, you know, Mark Cuban behind you. You got, you know, cool stuff that's just going on and you're changing lives. And I think that's the the cool part that I love is that you're really changing lives uh, beyond just building products. So, Bravo Zulu to you. I'm honored to have you on, uh, you know, on the show. Um, and again, give people the website so they can find you for sure. Yep. It's rriveter.com. And then at social, like at our riveter bags on all platforms. Got it. Our riveter bags. Well, Cameron, thank you for being on the show. Honored to have you. Uh, you know what? Maybe downrange we'll have you back on again. Absolutely. And thank you for all your kind words, Mike. We appreciate it. Absolutely.